0: Hello, and welcome to The Top Story, a podcast that brings you the headlines of the day with the help of our correspondents from around the world, I'm Tian Yu. Coming up in this edition, Ukraine military has begun using the U.S. cluster munitions while Russia holds live fire exercises in the Black Sea. Countries in Asia, Europe, North Africa, and the Americas grapple with persistent heat waves and torrential rains amid rising temperatures. Japan pushes forward with its plan to release wastewater from the Fukushima nuclear power plant. Starting in Europe, the United States says the Ukrainian military has begun using the U.S. cluster munitions in the conflict with Russian forces. Russian President Vladimir Putin earlier said he regarded the use of cluster bombs as a crime and that Moscow will respond if necessary. Meantime, Russia says its navy has carried out a live fire exercise in the Black Sea after Kyiv issued an alert to ships headed for Russian ports. Russian airstrikes have been pounding the southern cities of Ukraine following the attack on the key Crimean bridge. Dasha Cherneshova reports.
1: Russia continues to carry out what it describes as revenge strikes with high-precision weapons. Russia's Ministry of Defense said it targeted production facilities and storage sites for unmanned boats in Odessa, a key Black Sea port. It also says fuel infrastructure facilities and ammunition depots of the Ukrainian armed forces were destroyed in the southern city of Nikolaev. According to local officials, Ukrainian drones attacked Crimea, damaging four administrative buildings and killing a teenage girl. In Belarus, Wagner fighters are training alongside Belarusian special forces at a military range just a few kilometers from the border with Poland. Commenting on Poland's decision to bolster its forces along its border with Belarus, Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov said that was, quote, a cause for concern. As for the expired grain deal, Russian President Vladimir Putin is urging implementation of the Russian demands so Moscow can rejoin the Black Sea initiative. Putin said the arrangement should re-establish its, quote, original humanitarian essence. He also said Western countries twisted the essence of the grain deal, resulting in profits for the European companies and losses for Russian businesses. He insists Russia is capable of replacing Ukrainian grain on both commercial and charitable basis.
0: That was Dasha Chernyshova in Moscow. Still in Europe... Firefighters have been trying to evacuate people as wildfires north of Athens continue to rage, burning dozens of homes in Greece. Authorities have warned of a heightened risk of fires from Friday when temperatures are forecast to rise further, reaching a maximum of 45 degrees Celsius over the weekend. Evangelos Sipshaz reports. Thick smoke has
2: overtaken the sky of Mandra north of Athens as the wildfire that broke out still remains out of control, burning through pine forest. The blaze which broke out on Monday in the region of Dervinohoria spread fast and it was fanned by erratic winds and reached Mandra west of the capital, forcing people to flee their homes. More than 250 firefighters assisted by 75 fire engines Eleven aircraft and nine helicopters have been battling to contain the fire north of Athens, while another 50 Romanian firefighters remain on site in case of another resurgence. As the fire in the north of Athens burns through forest, in the southern part and in the area of Saronida, vehicles and over 50 houses fell victim to the flames. Winds are now descending, but many fire fronts continue to burn, with meteorologists warning of another more intense heat wave. The area surrounding the Mediterranean Sea is a climate change hotspot. We see high, varied temperatures. More heat waves are expected and more intense ones. It already has become a common thing for the past 30 years now. And in the years to come, it will happen more often and with higher temperatures than before, with the current heat waves being the best example. Temperatures are expected to rise up to 45 degrees Celsius in some areas, and that has prompted authorities to issue warnings to residents and tourists, while the country's state mechanism remains on high alert. And as the country is bracing for another heat wave, scientists
0: warn that more can be expected. That was Evangelos Sipsas reporting from Greece. Moving on to Asia... Protesters have held demonstrations to voice their concerns as Japan pushes forward with its plan to release wastewater from the Fukushima nuclear power plant. Tokyo Electric Power Company held a press conference on its plans to release over one million tons of treated contaminated water into the Pacific Ocean. Rebecca Bondon has more.
3: This is really moved by TEPCO to try to assure people that the process of releasing wastewater, treated wastewater from the wrecked Fukushima nuclear plant would actually be safe. And it said that it reviewed a number of options including potentially burying that, that wastewater underground and it decided that this is actually the safest option that comes with the, the least risk. And it, talked about the fact that the International Atomic Energy Agency, that's the UN nuclear watchdog, uh, following a two-year safety review, and that it had concluded that uh, this is something that would have a negligible impact on the environment, on fish, on the seawater. Um, so really, just trying to assure people that this is the, the right step process. This is the right step uh, to, to move forwards with this. However, we didn't get a timeline on when this is actually likely to happen. Uh, Tepco saying that that's something that the government will have to be involved uh, in that decision in terms of deciding when this will actually happen. But a report saying that this is something that could start uh, as soon as next month, uh, as they look at releasing this treated wastewater. Into the sea, TEPCO also saying that it's only tritium that would remain in the, uh, the water in terms of radioactive elements, and then that would be diluted to make sure that the water is not contaminated uh, to the extent that it can have uh, an impact on public health, on the environment.
0: That was Rebecca Banhan reporting from Tokyo. In Africa, the Algerian business community is excited about President Abdelmajid Taboon's visit to China. The leaders of the two countries have witnessed the signing of 19 cooperation agreements during the visit. The North African country is also hoping its close ties with China bodes well for its BRICS membership. Atleil Marouki spoke with some business leaders.
4: Algerian President Abdelmadjid Taboon's first official visit to China has been widely celebrated in his home capital Algiers. The Algerian business community is eager to see the implementation of the 19 cooperation agreements witnessed by Tabun and Chinese President Xi Jinping in Beijing this week. These agreements will facilitate the transfer of Chinese knowledge and technology in several vital fields, including aerospace, agriculture, renewable energy, transportation, scientific research and infrastructure. These 19 agreements guarantee an economic boost for Algeria and a shift away from relying on hydrocarbons towards new strategic fields such as renewable energy and agriculture. This is essential for our food security, which is currently a significant challenge and an important target for Algeria. We look forward to benefiting from China's know-how as a global leader in technology and communication. Taboon's visit marks the 65th anniversary of the establishment of diplomatic ties between China and Algeria, proudly commemorating one of the strongest relationships between China and an Arab nation. Business ties between the two countries have grown significantly since 2014 when Algeria joined the Belt and Road Initiative.
0: China knows how to work in Algeria well. This is not the first time it is invested here. Chinese investors are accustomed to the nature of the Algerian people. They understand our territories and resources well. We hope to see even more significant developments in the future than what we've achieved so far. This partnership
4: with China gives Algeria the capabilities to join the BRICS group of nations. China is interested in Algeria's membership. The BRICS summit in Johannesburg this August will be decisive for Algeria's membership, or at least remaining a monitoring state. That will open the door for more agreements with China, Brazil, Russia, India and South Africa. This visit enriches these chances." A BRICS membership is a priority for the Algerian administration. The North African country is implementing a national plan to reduce its economy's reliance on oil and gas. The hydrocarbon industry currently constitutes approximately 45% of the country's GDP. Algeria possesses the 15th largest oil reserves and the 10th biggest gas reserves in the world. Alger seeks Beijing's assistance to expand its manufacturing capacity, which currently represents only 5% of its economy.
0: That was Atla Marouki reporting. Tunisia has increasingly become a starting point for irregular migrants hoping to reach Europe. The journey across the Mediterranean is dangerous and many migrants die in the attempt. Tunisian authorities have stepped up sea patrols to stop migrants risking their lives on such journeys. Adnan Chawachi accompanies the Tunisian Maritime National Guard as they intercepted irregular migrants on their patrol.
5: A few hours before midnight, the 35-meter patrol boat left a secure location near the port of Sfax. The Maritime National Guard vessel stopped in Tunisian territorial waters and the anchor was lowered in a strategic location. The Tunisian Maritime National Guard is responsible for covering and patrolling a huge area. The country's coastline, especially the port city of Sfax, is the main point of departure for thousands of undocumented migrants. The captain spotted the first migrant boat on the radar. Two Coast Guard patrol units tracked the makeshift vessel in the darkness. As the cramped boat emerged, over 40 sub-Saharan African migrants Back to be left to continue the risky journey we are sorry but please let us go it is our last chance we tried and failed five times let us do it once more please don't stop us we spent all our money on this journey we don't have any money or food left we have nowhere else to go please pardon us and let us continue osman a 22 year old migrant from mali is the only person who accepted to leave this overcrowded boat without resistance life is so hard here the situation is very bad in my country i just want to go to europe to have a better life the coast guards informed the migrants that their vessel could capsize anytime due to bad weather conditions ahead the national guard ship cast a rope to save the migrants but they responded with threats of violence using iron and wooden sticks as well as shovels and other sharp tools. We have recorded a rise in violence perpetrated by migrants from sub-Saharan Africa during rescue operations. Many are using sharp tools and knives. Migrants are often threatening to throw babies into the sea to prevent our units from apprehending them. The captain of a migrant boat whose tops is thrown into the sea so as to slow down the maritime guards. Tunisian coast guards say they are increasingly being threatened at sea. When stopping migrant boats, the SFAC public prosecutor's office has recently ordered the opening of a judicial investigation and the arrest of four sub-Saharan African migrants who poured gasoline and tried to set a Tunisian Maritime National guard speedboat on fire.
0: That was Adnan Chawachi in Tunisia. In North America, tensions continue to mount at the U.S. southern border with Mexico as more migrants try to enter the country federal officials are looking into allegations that state troopers in texas have been abusing migrants trying to cross the border meantime new york city is warning migrants not to come to the city to look for food and shelter iris spitzer reports the tactics used
6: by texas law enforcement officials have come under scrutiny from the u.s department of justice and others A leaked email sent to command staff in early July by a trooper at the Eagle Pass border crossing alleges that the state's troopers were told to push migrants back into the Rio Grande River, which divides the U.S. and Mexico, as well as to deny them water despite brutally hot temperatures. The Republican-led state has repeatedly clashed with the Biden administration over its border policies and has stepped up its own efforts to patrol the border, including placing razor wire and a massive barrier of floating buoys along the Rio Grande to deter border crossings. That's drawn anger from Mexico, which says the buoys may encroach on its territory. Texas Governor Greg Abbott and other state officials have denied the allegations, saying no orders or directions have been given that would compromise the lives of the migrants trying to cross the border. They also say the migrants should use
0: one of the 29 official border crossings. That was Ira Spitzer reporting. Before we go, here's a recap of the top stories. Ukraine military has begun using the US cluster munitions while Russia holds live fire exercises in the Black Sea. Countries in Asia, Europe, North Africa and the Americas grapple with persistent heat waves and torrential rains amid rising temperatures. Japan pushes forward with its plan to release wastewater from the Fukushima nuclear power plant. And that concludes this edition of The Top Story, a podcast that brings you world headlines every weekday. For more news in politics, business, sports and culture, you can subscribe to The Beijing Hour, a one-hour podcast news magazine program. We welcome and appreciate all ratings and reviews. I'm Tian Yu. Thank you for listening.